Welcome, everybody. It is seven o'clock, and this is Seifeld Distilled. And welcome Fez back. Hi, everybody. And we are going to wrap up welcome our. Um, whoops, wait a minute. I got my. Hi, audio. Alex. Audio. How are you? Hey, Alex McDonald's. Nuggets. Nuggets. You haven't said anything. Haven't Nuggets, said Nuggets is there. And Dennis says Fez with Pike's Peak. Are you emulating? Uh... He's got a. He's got like a, a big push going on. Uh, I, I, I'm. I'm sorry, but. I was the originator of the pike before Pike did it. Yeah, uh, Pike's is more of a Paramount Mountain. It's Paramount mm -hmm. Mountain. Yeah. Paramount Mountain. So, like Paramount. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna wrap up our animation series, if you want to call it that, at least for now, uh, with Archer. Which, if you have not seen Archer, boy, go watch Archer. Amazing. <laughs> there will be a, a language warning tonight just so you guys know because we'll probably be a little naughty tonight yeah, so there's going to be some adult themes so adult just language put you, on, put you on notice on that one um before we get too far into it mary beth has a few news items i got some news i'll get some news in the inbox let's see uh uh uh, uh andor is going to be dropping not one not two but three episodes for their three episode premiere, September 21, I've got a trailer for you. I think this is- Actually, I think so I, I, posted, I posted the trailer. I think you did post the trailer, yeah. Um, this is new stuff in this trailer. They had one before and now here's all new stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Um, and it's different. They're not using the volume like they did on Mandalorian. They actually went on location to film some of this stuff. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, they pushed- Oh, go. sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say this is 12 total episodes. They pushed it back a little, I think, due to She-Hulk. So it wasn't overlapping with She-Hulk, or it's gonna slightly overlap. All right, we'll see. I, I you know, it I have no interest in She-Hulk. I don't know why. Just, it looks funny. I kind of don't well, it either. Like it could be, but, but it, it looks, looks a little funny. too cartoony and it looks I from what I seen, I don't like she looks too CG. She looks bad. Yeah, the CGI is bad, but they clearly have their tongues firmly planted in their cheeks. They're they're yeah, I mean, I might give it a shot. You know, I just you know, I didn't watch the the other Marvel for uh, cart uh, that they came out with there. There's another Miss Marvel. I did. I finally did. It was only six episodes, so I shot yeah. it. It was, it was all right. It looked okay. like it was more geared towards younger youth. Yeah, it was, I'm, I was not their target demographic. That's Moving on. Two weeks ago, I reported on a Philip K. Dick movie called Only Apparently Real, which was based on the book written about the robbery that may he may have done the robbery himself and that stuff. Well, I guys it gets even weirder it gets even weirder there's another movie in the works which is also extremely weird it's called jane and it's starring charlize uh charlize theron and she's gonna play jane dick the twin sister of the legendary science fiction writer and um the the most interesting aspect about jane guys is that jane died six weeks after birth she she didn't make it and apparently that haunted Dick for the rest of his life. So Charlize is going to, and it was like a recurring theme in his stories. So Charlize is going to play an adult version of Jane who protects her brother from real and imagined dangers. So the, the, this guy's life, the mystery deepens on Philip K. Dick as we continue to delve into this man's life. Not one, but two movies about him coming out soon. We need two movies? And maybe we maybe. need to do, maybe need to do a series of of episodes on Philip K. Dick. Maybe we need to do some Philip. K. Well, we did Blade Runner. I mean, what else Blade do you Runner, need besides I mean, Blade Runner? Do, That's we it. Do Man in the High Castle. We could do Man in the High Castle. Do, uh, Electric Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, we could do some. All right, moving on. Warner Brothers. What is going on, kids? With Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers will no longer be releasing Batgirl. They dumped it. Despite the fact that they had 70 to $100 million into this thing and it was nearly finished. It was so, it was like this close to being done. And they were debating, should we let it go on HBO Max or should we put it in the theaters? Like there was this whole debate. And it was meant to show the return of Michael Keaton as Batman. And um, they had done a bunch of reshoots and they had increased the budget. But for some bizarre reason, they did some tests, uh, like test screenings. It, they were described as disastrous. And they decided to cut their losses and run. What is going on? I don't understand that because if you've already, I mean, are you just worried about damaging the franchise at that point? You've already spent the money. So why would you you've just already, say, at least yeah, you put some you've of already, it back? 
A, spent the money, and B, it's Warner Brothers. Have you met them? They've released crap before. That's never stopped them. Green Lantern. It's DC, so it's probably going to be bad. It's DC. Oh, Twitter had, Twitter went nuts on this thing this morning. They were just like, Marvel Studios is like, buckle up, people. We're releasing like 94 movies this year. And Sony's like, maybe if you could just go see Morbius again. In the meantime, Warner yeah. Brothers just sitting there like, oh yeah, Batgirl's canceled. We're, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so bizarre. It's so yeah. bizarre. Because well, what's and just like, and honestly, just like with the comics, Marvel is again, being a juggernaut with their content. You know, I think I think they were kind of always above. At least, at least growing up, I always felt that Marvel was far more prolific and had more interesting stories than anything DC was putting. I out. mean, when Warner sticks to the big three—Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman—they're mostly okay. Except for the it's when they kind time. of start getting onto the weeds. Have they like, really been though? <laughs> well, the one Batman's Wonder Woman was okay. The, Batman's have been some okay. Some of the Batman's are okay. Some of the Batman's, but some of the like the second one, Wonder Woman, not. Some good. of the Superman. Some of the Superman's <laughs> not good. There really hasn't been a good Superman, in my opinion, since Christopher Reeve. So. Um, well, arguably that is true, but but there's other stuff going on with Warner Brothers because like Amber, we know Amber Heard and that whole situation. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra's getting into trouble. They just, I mean, it, Ray Fisher got booted for speaking and he was on The Flash, right? He got booted for speaking Flash. about racism. Like, there's something going on at Warner Brothers. Like, don't drink the water over at Warner Brothers. It's not good. Anyway, so anyway. what else you got? And finally, tonight, guys, uh, it is with a very heavy heart that we all uh, take a moment to acknowledge the hailing frequencies are now closed the beautiful Nichelle Nichols has passed um, and she will be missed. She was a trailblazer, like an absolute trailblazer in so many ways. And just um, the, just a lovely woman. I'm and a lovely, lovely woman. Love the fan. And you guys can all take a moment to, um, you know, right? If you guys want to type in the comments, if you got to meet her when she was at the set tour, please tell me about that. Or if you just want to say your memories of her, I will take the time to read them all. And yeah, share share your thoughts on Michelle. Yeah, and Roy, I believe, is doing a tribute. I think this Friday, isn't? I believe his episode. Yes, Roy is doing a tribute. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, very sad. Not unexpected. She was not well for a long time. So, but still, always it hurts when one of the main our main cast passes. So hopefully, she's with DeForest and Leonard. And, yes. And uh, and. Jimmy and Grace, Jimmy and, Lee, yeah, and Grace Lee, and all right, moving on. Um, tonight we're gonna do Archer. Now, if there's anybody out there that hasn't seen Archer, you're gonna be like, "What in the hell are they talking about?" Yeah, phrasing. So phrasing. Archer is based basically. I think Barry Beth kind of put it. It's kind of an office comedy in a lot of ways. Not, it's a workplace um, comedy. It's yeah. a workplace comedy, um, but it's really kind of a spoof on spy movies and spy. So we have a very James Bond like character. I can't. He is not a nice person. He drinks. He womanizes way worse. Uh, he he's just. But yet he still has all the skills that you would expect a James Bond type character to have. So he, you know, he's still very good at what he does, but he's a bit of a buffoon in the same <laughs> sense. It's kind of weird because he's, when he's doing his spy thing, he's on, but although he does do stupid things, gets shot a lot. He's been shot, stabbed, poisoned. <laughs> uh, he always seems to come out on top, no matter what. Yeah, he survived somehow. So yeah, that's the basis. And of course, this is a fictional fictional um spy agency if you will uh it does not, ISIS. not can it's it's called isis which i forgot that it does have an if that's international secret something yeah it's international secret something spy international spies they ended up changing international it stands for international secret intelligence service intelligence um, which about in, but in 2014 when the isis thing crisis was happening in syria the, the, the showrunners decided to drop the ISIS name and merge them with the CIA uh, because they didn't, because of the confusion with ISIS, the terrorist group. Yeah. Can we kind of run through the overall structure of the yeah. show? Because it's, they did something kind of fascinating, which some people argue is good and some people argue is bad. So the first four or five-ish seasons are a workplace. They are spies. It's a workplace comedy. And I think 
five, six seasons. I think those are their strongest. But then they did, they tried their hand at Archer Vice. And Archer Vice is the season where they become cocaine dealers. Right. And it, there is some, there is some actual gems of comedy. And the, yeah, there is some funny stuff. Yeah. There is some funny stuff in that season. But then they go back to, then they, the CIA says, okay, you guys are spies again. So then they're spying. And then at the end of season seven, Archer is shot and is face down bleeding out in a pool. And well, that we was, they know. weren't spies then, remember? They were doing, they, by that time they had changed to, they had lost all their spy capabilities by the government. Yeah, they'd been stripped. They were doing, they were, they were private detectives. They were private detectives, that's right. Whole, that's whole, right. Whole, whole conspiracy thing. But the it. rival, but the funny thing is the rival spy place, Odin, is like Odin. always there. But anyway, let me, let me finish with the structure. So that's the end of season seven. Seasons eight, nine, and 10 are what are called the coma. He's in a coma for three seasons and he's fantasizing these seasons. And you know he's in a coma. They reference yeah. that he's in a coma. The seasons are Dreamland, which is like a 1940s kind of- 1940s gumshoe. Danger gumshoe, yeah. Da private detective kind of. Danger yeah. Island, which was- it, it, That's very Indiana Jones, but I think it's a direct copy of Tales of the Gold Monkey. Tales, yeah, I think it's Tales it was of the a definitely crop copy of Tales of the Gold Monkey, which was hysterical. And, yeah, and then finally, Archer in 1999, which put them out in space, which right. was... And there's a ton of sci-fi references. Tons of stuff, yes. Yes, it's low. It's actually, I people hate that season. I'm okay with it. And then, so that's 8, 9, and 10, and then 11 and 12, oh, there's back to being a, they're back to being, you know, he wakes up from the coma, and he's right back to work. So it's a very strange structure because through all of that, nothing really changes. Like the characters don't really change. The jokes are the same. We're still doing phrasing. There's not a lot of, yeah, there's, yeah, we're still doing phrasing. Like there's not a lot of like, I mean, the characters kind of grow. Pam and Cyril get really capable and stuff, but it like, you know. Yeah, I mean, the jokes are very crass. Um, so like I said, if you have a delicate sensibility, this is probably not the show for you. Um, there's a lot of sexual innuendos uh, in your endo short bar barely yeah I mean just oh, I mean they consider it nudity but there's nothing been nothing overt there's one scene very, very of there's very, one scene of Lena and and Sterling actually having sex like a couple there's, one, there's the one from sex. like the first or second season when they're on the the yacht with the with the with the gun runner and the chocolate <laughs> And they basically imply that they have a three-way menage thing going on. Oh, there's there's implications. Was, but she's like in her lingerie, and yeah, it's it's. <laughs> but there are some really funny. I mean, there are some storylines. It's not just kind of uh, like I said. You just said brought up the cocaine one, but there's another whole storyline where he gets breast cancer. They originally think yes, Mallory, who's his mother, who runs the whole operation, who's another piece of work. She's very self-centered. Um, but cares about him, but really is quite abusive to him in the same way. So it's kind of this weird um, love-hate relationship she has with her son. But uh, but and then she has so, her own weird sexual misadventures yes, too. She has like, because she was a spy, and she kind of obviously had him out of wedlock and and uh, raised him. But she was a spy, and now she's the head of this agency, and she still thinks that she's, I guess, attracted to the town. Yeah. But it very, very uh, play. This is uh, voiced by Jessica Walters, who is been around forever, but and who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Fortunately, but, yeah. um, she was a great character. Um, but there was the one storyline I was getting to where where she thinks she has going to have a, uh, got a breast cancer. It turns out she doesn't, and it turns out just by Archer being in the hospital, he stands behind. You know, one of those old things they used to usually do with cartoons. Somebody stands behind the X-ray machine and. Also, yeah, you see the bones, yeah, which is not a real thing, but there's a big mass, of course, in his chest. And the doctor's like, Well, this is really weird, you know, that it's very unusual that men would, unless you're exposed to like radiation or something. And of course, goes on to this montage of all these of things harsh, like yeah. picking up, picking up, you know, radioactive rods and all these things. <laughs> so he gets he gets breast cancer, and then it turns out that the mob has been. Fake, uh, giving him fake well he gets fake chemo meds from the pharmacy who was selling it to the irish mob yes money and they were replacing it with sugar water because mm -hmm. nobody could figure out why he wasn't losing his hair or why he, never he got, felt great he never got he sick felt great because he was just putting sugar so he finds out and he goes on rampage 
And we were talking about this series of episodes. Yeah, it's a great episode. And it actually is one of the rare episodes that shows a tiny little sliver of Archer that you don't ordinarily see. Because there was another old woman named Ruth who was was taking these fake drugs, Mm -hmm. thinking they were chemo and taking the fake drugs as well. And when he realizes they're fake and they're not going to help her at all, he 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 actually has a moment where he actually cares he right. actually cares about someone other than himself yep. and he realizes oh crap that's bruce and he kind of goes on this rampage and unfortunately i believe if i remember correctly ruth doesn't make it right no she, no, she dies she dies yeah, she does die and and then he goes and when he goes in one of the funniest scenes i think he has is you know now he's taking the real drug so he's not you know, he looks very gaunt. He's got a bandana. The hair is going yeah, the bandana. Yeah. He looks terrible, but he's got this shotgun and he's got the, the the Irish mob guys lined up, and he's basically trying to find out how to get to the head guy. And he's and he's going, he's doing this whole family feud thing. You know, top five answers are on the board. Who's the douchebag? You know, <laughs> and the guy, of course, tells him to go f himself, and of course, he blows his knee off. And I know that sounds sick, but it is when you see it, it is hysterically funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, there's a lot of gore and gross there's a lot of gore and grossness yeah. a lot of violence it in works. this thing somehow works <laughs> there's just the whole thing every person on this show has is weird major <laughs> has issues. their issues major <laughs> issues nobody is normal um you know uh, it's pam is i mean alana's probably the closest thing to being normal but even yeah. she has many many her, many many issues. her issues yes woodhouse yeah woodhouse would probably be about the sweetest of, course, of yeah, all but woodhouse them. woodhouse now is his butler is his butler. woodhouse is also a heroin addict yes and yeah woodhouse <laughs> is on yes but i know everything that's the thing he's abusive to woodhouse he's always like i'm gonna make you eat a bowl of spider webs <laughs> oh is it no i'm gonna make you eat gravel go to the store gravel, and get gravel. yes go to the go to the pet store and get the, the really coarse gravel or no, the beats he was gonna rub sand. And then probably, I don't, I, mean, that, I don't I, mean that soft, that soft playground sand. I'm talking about the <laughs> And then probably yeah. the worst person on the show. I'm gonna go with Barry, other Barry, because well, he, he was becomes, just yeah, straight. Is that wow. okay, Barry? Barry, yes, Barry. That's right, Barry. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, Barry goes nuts. Well, Barry goes crazy. He's basically. We should run. We should just. We should just go through all the characters. Well, that's what I was and, gonna do. We go through characters and voice because so. Course, and their voice actors. Our main character. Each character Sterling is Archer, weirder than the next. Name. Our, his, his 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 code name is Duchess, which we find out is his mother's dog's name. His dog. Yeah. So, um, but that is that is voiced by H. John Benjamin, who you guys. And probably know from Bob's Burgers if you watch Bob's Burgers. And there is a Bob's Burgers crossover there is episode. A Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers crossover, which was excellent. Um, but God, he's done so many things. He even had a, a as an all roads, he had a uh, did a short on Discovery, on one of their short, right? Yes, that's right. He was on that triple episode triple of Discovery. Episode. Um, so he does play him, but he doesn't look. He was going like to eat sounds. the verbal. He looks like nothing like he sounds. No, he looks um, nothing. But he is a great voice actor, and of course, he voices this perfectly. So um, the next, the other, the other, uh, we we have Cheryl Tunt, or which is voice sometimes by- Carol, sometimes, sometimes Carol, sometimes Cheryl. Depends on she changes her name back. There's to- another name too that starts with like, It depends yeah. on what she feels that day. She's, she's a she's a rich, she's a daughter of a rich family that runs a railroad. They own the railroads or something. So the Tunt, the Tunt fortune. Um, which is funny because we know Tunt is very close to another word that obviously is they picked <laughs> to be Tunt. But she's crazy. She likes, she 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 gets off on pain. Uh, she likes to be choked, to be choked. She's having sex. Um, she does most snuff school. And she's pain. always, yeah, she's always seen with the liquid, with the rubber cement or the Look liquid. Look at my supervisor! She pulls it out. She's always like... <laughs> Huffing the cement or huffing the rubber. He's, he's Mallory's. Uh, she's Mallory's secretary. He's so Mallory's assistant. Secretary. Yeah. So she's not my supervisor. We don't find out. We don't find out until the second season that she's rich. That her family, yeah. She, when know, it serves yeah. When it when serves for the plot. For plot yeah. So they find out. Of course, and there are several things. But she's just clearly just nuts. She likes to burn things. Um, anything kind of destruction. She's all over that. So. And then we have one of my favorite cameras, which, uh, characters, which is Pam Poovey, which is voiced by Holy shit dad. snacks. Holy shit, shit snacks. snacks. <laughs> Pam is kind of an overweight, typical, uh, what's the personnel director sort yeah, of. Yeah, she's the HR girl. Resources. 
you know, and then you'll see her in the open. She's playing with the, the with the puppets. You with know, the puppet, you know, yeah. Where the where the man hurt you. But but she's got her own idiot because remember oh, she yeah. was in the yakuza for a while. She's the got yakuza, that tattoo, like that massive yeah, tattoo. Yeah, it's cool. There was a thing of what exactly it says, but it's actually from a, a Lord Byron poem that's on her back. Um, it's like the whole back of hers. Yeah, like, the whole back is his poem in big black. She can fight though. She's a good fighter. She can um, fight. And she, she likes her share of sex. She likes her share of sex. And she, well, we didn't do this yet, but she's the one that introduced our drink. Which yes, that's right. I yes. Do, which this will work, which is the green Russian, which is absinthe vodka and <laughs> in the show. <laughs> I mean, talk about nasty. If anybody, please, if anybody tries this and tells you have to do like a video of it though absinthe I, I, will mess you up or something absinthe and vodka will thing. really mess you up the cream will just make you puke yeah, i mean that's that's, that's where it's at right there it's just disgusting please don't make that <laughs> but the green russian and they drink there's a whole episode where they drink tons of pam will often be seen when they go out drinking with not just a bottle of jaeger but you ever see in the bars they'll have those jaeger shot machines where it's like a it's like a box that the jaeger bottles stick into upside down and it's oh like, yeah you know, like yeah so you can get underneath you'll it. see her with one of those under her yeah. arm walking around with <laughs> and when she goes to these nightclubs and stuff she's often recognized like the doorman yeah. recognizes her hey yeah. pam yeah no yeah. and what the one was like do not try to keep up with her yeah. <laughs> and it was the night when they all like all went out they all went out yeah drinking. holy shit snacks is her tagline and holy yeah holy shit snacks is her tagline Oh God, Pam. Um, so then, so the next we have we have uh, Cyril Figgis, which is Chris voiced <laughs> by Chris Parnell again, another another uh, prolific voice actor who's done a bunch of stuff. Um, he even did a Geico. He was playing the Geico, Geico? Like, a, like a box or something. He was voicing the box of Geico insurance or something bundle. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, Cyril Figgis actually the name came from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did it really? Did really? They threw the turtles down the sewer. Apparently. I didn't know that. I'm not a big turtle fan, but apparently that's where they got the name from. So he is the comptroller or the accountant, and he's very nerdy. And um, he also has issues with masturbating in public. <laughs> and now, and we later find out he's a sex addict. He's a sex addict. He's a sex addict. So, uh, yeah. So he has his own issues. And uh, he's also Archer's punching bag. Um, so, you know, he's he's kind of a funny. Character. I have a tiny penis, and my name is Cyril Figgis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so on, we have uh, Lana Kane, who who is kind of Archer's equivalent in the agency. She is a uh, voiced by Aisha Taylor. Tyler, excuse me, uh, another great character who is she's very good. She tries to be serious, but never can probably. Be but again, potentially a, she's probably potentially a better spy than Archer, maybe. Yes, she saves his butt a couple times. Yeah, um, she's more serious about it, uh, reads the briefing, so to speak, you know, make sure she's prepared. But she's also has a love-hate relationship with Archer, where they kind of fall back in, in and out of bed, we'll call it. They and was actually with having Cyril, a child together. With Cyril. Yep. When, with Cyril. When the show opens, yeah. Yes, yes, Stir Friday. Yes, sir. <laughs> but and he goes, oh, that's way better than what that's we were calling it. Now we I'm never like, did find out. They, they never it? done. We didn't know what they were calling it. Yeah, we didn't know. Oh, that's so much cleverer than what we were calling it. <laughs> so Stir Friday. She's, she's a great character. Uh, and then of course Mallory Archer, who's the mother, when we talked about, voiced by Jessica Walters. Uh, Walter, rather, uh, she's a, what a character. I mean, she's just so funny because she's Sterling Mallory Archer. She doesn't care about the employees. She'll rip them off and, you know, whatever. She's very self-centered. And yes. it's going to be now that she's passed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to handle it on the new season. Um, if they're going to try to use old clips and put it together or they're just. I don't think so, because they closed out season yeah, 12. Did, I think did. she had already passed. Yeah, she had passed and they had a note that, you know, in, in honor of just. Yeah, they had a little note in honor of her. Yeah. She's been in a ton of stuff. If you look at her IMDb, she's been around forever. Um, so uh, another one of my favorite. I know this Damn is one of Kate's favorite, Kent's favorites is Lucky Yates. Who plays Dr. Krieger, who's we find out is actually a, a clone of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and he has a lot of very decides, questionable experiments like going on branch. yeah he does weird stuff like he builds cheryl a, a, a robot that'll choke her for her while she's having sex and <laughs> weird stuff like that he always has these weird things going on in his lab uh is he what was he's married to a hologram of a anime married to the hologram little japanese girl. Anime, anime character yeah, yeah he always has the best vans though mm-hmm. all, his vans are always very cool he has always has like a cool van so and they always seem to get destroyed yes. one way or the other when they come out so um so then we and have ray. did we ray, do ray ray gillette yeah which is adam reed uh, again he's another another spy he's probably very competent he's obviously gay um they do play off that quite a bit um there's a point in the series where he becomes paralyzed and they are not kind to him no <laughs> no but they really really rip on the fact that his legs don't work um and at one point uh dr krieger gives him android or bionic legs yeah it gives him bionic legs, bionic legs so, so he's up and moving again the funny thing was one of them grafted yeah. on the hand when he lost his hand and it was yeah, and then he had the one black glove all the time. <laughs> so that was just kind of weird. He he and Lana are probably the two most competent, like actually gonna right. do the work that's right. meant they're meant to be doing, but yeah, they're 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 um yeah. too easily sidetracked when you're with this crap. So yeah, Pam's a sploosh. Yeah, whenever they somebody attractive is is talked about or seen, they'll she'll say sploosh. And actually Ray will often say sploosh if it's a man. Sometimes he says sploosh, yeah. Again, really crass stuff, but it's funny. It really is funny. Yeah, this is a, it's juvenile, and yet somehow well, those it just are, those are the main those are the main characters. Of course, there's many others. We talked about Barry, who is uh, Barry, a spy yeah. for another for Odin that many multiple times Archer has screwed over and caused him to be injured and broken. dropped off a building. Yeah, eventually he becomes a complete android or or a. Uh, what do you call it? The cyborg. Cyborg, yeah. thank you. And he's, but he goes completely insane, and his old goal in life is to kill Archer. And he talks to but him. Archer also screwed his girlfriend or his fiance or yes. something. So. Yeah. Well, yes, that's right. She was the oh, one yeah. Archer. Archer he went did. to work for Odin. Yeah. yeah. She was the French girl. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. He had a lot of issues with Archer. There's no question about it. Who wouldn't really? He also tried Archer to take will, Lana Ar- away from uh, oh, from. Yeah, uh, that's right. He did. He right. Did. Well, that Archer was the episode was... when he when he when he slept with the with his fiance, because Archer yeah. thought that Odin was trying to get him, but they really wanted to get Lana, and so they brought him in anyway because they said, well, if we could pull it, let's piss off Mallory, and and of course the the French girl, which happens to be Barry's fiance is his secretary or something of course yeah mm-hmm. and archer will screw anything that moves Pretty literally much. like he just yeah because well one of the funniest characters is the is the prostitute that he always hires trinette mm-hmm. who's also voiced by maggie wheeler and if you see her picture you'll know you recognize her she was on seinfeld and a whole bunch of other stuff but um you know trinette was another good character who eventually has a baby um the baby seamus Yes, that's, baby that's right. Baby Seamus. Seamus belongs to Jeanette and Abigene yeah. belongs right. to Lana. Right, Abigene. Abigene. They're both Archer's kids, right? Yeah. I, I think Suppos- Seamus was, Supposedly was, Seamus isn't. Yeah, not actually he's biological, but somehow legally well, still his up, child. It's funny, he ended up having his name tattooed on the yeah. <laughs> And he had the baby tattooed as well. Because... As one does. As one does. Tattoo the baby. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that, like I said, who else? Who am I missing on major characters? The rest of them. I mean, oh, the bad guy. I mean, the Russian guy, the, Russian the Italian guy. guy. Christian Slater know. actually plays sort of himself. Slater was a great character. Who was a CIA agent um, who always seems to get them into trouble. Um, I but guess. They've had, they've had multiple of the, I believe, um, well, Kenny Loggins was on it when he was Kenny Loggins. We can run through. Um, I do have a list of, of guest stars, and I have a list of recurring jokes, which we can kind of zing through. I'll do the guest stars like really quick. John Hamm, Christian Slater, we already mentioned. Keegan Michael Key, who and J.K. Simmons, they played those two cops. They were on like on and off a couple times. 
Um, Patton Oswalt, George Takei, oh Anthony Bourdain, Ron Perlman, Brian Cranston, um, Kenny Loggins, who's just Burt Reynolds, who's like I'm kind of a say. big deal. Reynolds had played himself. Yeah. David Cross, uh, Keith David, and CCH Pounder. You would know her if you saw her. She's in a lot of stuff. Timothy Oliphant, Fred Armisen, Patrick Warburton. You know, everyone knows his voice immediately. He has a fantastic voice and does a lot of voice work. Jeffrey Tambor, Michael Rooker. He played uh, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy there. What's his name? Starts with a Y. Whatever. Um, James Hong, we know from Big Trouble in Little China, he played an episode. So lots and lots of really great people on this show. Um, some of the recurring jokes that we can, that just come up, no matter what they're doing, where they are, whether it was the coma seasons or what, this stuff just keeps coming back. Uh, Krieger's Experiments, Torturing Woodhouse, which we did, Lana's Hands. They were always talking about oh, Lana's hands. Lana, your man hands. Your yeah, man hands. Yeah, were they really drawn that much bigger? I don't know. They're no. not. They're not. Cheryl's glue, huffing glue and weird sex. That comes up over and over again. Barry, I'm going to actually put Barry in as a recurring joke. He's not really a recurring character, but like he was like a recurring joke too. Um, Archer's tinnitus. Do you want ants? That came up a couple times. Danger Zone. That came up all 12 seasons, and I'm sure we're going to hear it again in season 13. Burt Reynolds came up a bunch. Phrasing is phrasing. the phrasing thing is the one, yeah. that this thing is known phrasing? for. Phrasing. Yeah, somebody will say something, and you know, it's like, you know, innocuous. So like they'll say, I'm phrasing. coming, and he'll be like, phrasing. Phrasing. Yeah. Uh, yeah La said, Lana, 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 Lana. And then yeah. she always screams, What? <laughs> Danger Zone. Yeah. Danger Zone. Um, Archer's took Brett, you guys remember Brett? Brett yeah, the voicemails, that's true. I forgot yeah. about his elaborate. Yeah, he always did the trick voicemail. Elaborate vo trick voicemail. So, like, you think you're talking to him, and then it goes, oh, oh sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Brett getting shot, and then he is finally killed in season five. If Brett was one of the other employees, there were other employees. Like, yeah, Brett I... never really had much of a. Uh... Yeah. But he was there. Yeah, he, he just, just kept getting shot. Just, yeah, he just got shot constantly. Uh, Archer's who is Archer's father? That was father. That was kind of a running thing that kept going. We still don't know. I don't believe. She never defined. We we think it was. They pretty much implied that it was the Russian guy. Um, yeah, they implied the Russian guy, but. Yeah. And of course, the last running joke was tonight's drink. Green Jack. Russians. They came up a bunch of times. So. Um, yeah, strong episodes for me. The Vision Quest episode, that's the episode where they're all stuck in the elevator. The, it's a, it's a, a bottle episode yep. <laughs> for I'll animation. An they're all in the elevator. Stuck. The funniest part of that was the very end when they get yeah, off. Yeah, when the door's open. The door's open and, and Cyril's in the background jerking off. I mean, it Cyril's was... Cyril's jerking off. Pam's fucking <laughs> naked somehow. I don't know how she got naked, but she's like on ray throttling ray or something yeah, it was just hysterical they're all doing like whatever it was yeah. and pam had a pee she's like i can get it in the bottle <laughs> that was a great episode um what else well i always thought one of the funnier ones was like i think it was either season one or two was the was the monte carlo one when they're when they're in monte carlo for the uh for the for the for the race and and uh the monaco gp and and the one character, the, the concierge who turns out to be the bad guy, his name is Benoit. And of course, Archer cannot help but kept saying every time he hears the word Benoit, he has to finish it with balls. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but it was hysterical. The episode where, um, and this happened twice that someone was dead in Mallory's apartment, but uh, the Italian prime minister is in a gimp suit and dead, shot to death in Mallory's apartment. And they get Krieger. Everyone has to come over and help. And they get Krieger to basically dismember the body. And they all take out pieces of the butt. Like that was, that was like classic. That was, that was early on. And that yeah. was like classic Archer, that whole episode. It was, and it was typically very twisted. I mean, it was very just, twisted. Uh, and they're making spaghetti and they're yeah. eating spaghetti and they're dismembering this guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, some of the things strange. Some of the best episodes, boy. It's like, I I actually liked the the Danger Island one. I thought that was pretty good. But I actually actually I take that back. The one, and I don't know the name of this. It's because they used to do these. They'll do these specials like at the end of the season. They'll do like a a two or three episode special, like the one where he 
where he leaves after the girlfriend, the Russian girlfriend that he was fiance gets killed from because Barry yeah, Katya, yeah. Katya Barry kills her. He goes off to some island in the South Pacific and of course is immediately in trouble with somebody's husband because he had sex with their yeah. wife that they just they just had got married. But anyway, that one where they end up on the pirate island. And uh so they're they're he 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 gets he kills the pirate captain on this pirate ship and he becomes the leader of the pirate island. So of course Archer being Archer. Oh, I love this. I can sleep with all these women and eat the food. And then, of course, the pirates get pissed at him because uh, he's not doing any pirating, <laughs> bringing any money. So, of course, half the gang ends up on the island because they go looking for him. And it's just, I find that. I was one of my favorite. It, it was funny. Theories. It was funny. The other thing I wanted to mention before, I mean, then I want to talk to the Fez because Fez, uh, I want, Fez didn't like the Comey years and I, kind of did so i want to talk about that but the other thing they did on this show is uh the two that i can remember off the top of my head was archer's dreaming or in a coma i don't know and he com they completely redid top gun but with all the all these characters remember and like he and cyril were playing volleyball scene and you know the scenery is riding his bike and the jet's taking off yeah, and he yeah. does like like all the top gun scenes and the other thing they did was they redid shot for shot the opening to magnum pi complete with the music yep well yep. they did it with all of those characters and i love when they, they might know some others that i can't think of off the top of my head but i loved that i loved when they redid you know and like uh lana's the the, the kelly mcgillis character and it it was so good it was so good yeah they've done some really, some really good stuff and of course yeah well the danger zone that's one of the kids that theme has come up you know you always over and we're over. in a danger zone and then he actually gets kenny loggins for the for the baby shower and right, Lana's like, kenny loggins right to play the play the and he gets them to play so fez you did not like the comedy years well i i think i i liked the gumshoe season probably the best out of the three dreamland yeah um see now i, I just that was out of the three that was probably my least favorite I like the space and, and and the funny thing is i think i like the space 1999 one the least i loved it i, was okay I thought that it. one was good and, and i like I, I i just i i for some reason it just didn't you are not alone a lot of people do not like the coma years the coma season no as, as a as a whole if you take all three of them they are to me the weakest of all 12 seasons they probably are because the characters show no growth like the characters do not change in any way it's the same characters same characterization the same jokes the same punchlines. it's just in a different setting and i can't decide if that's clever or dumb like I, I just can't because then when he comes out of the coma and then i feel like the characters do grow when he comes out of the coma cyril's a very it's, competent it's, it's agent like, and it's three years Sam is very competent you know what i mean they've grown three years later yeah, three yeah. years later. He was in the coma. When he wakes up, he was in the coma for three years. Yeah. And, and at least for the first Yeah, Cyril's a really, really good uh, spy by this point. Lana's married to Lana's a married. guy that has a lot to of To the money. old guy. Yeah. Um, there's, so there's a lot of things that have changed that he was kind of feeling out of place when he woke up. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The space ones were good. I thought they were pretty good. Um, I they were good. There were a lot of nods in there, and some were pretty nods. clever. Yeah, I think I think I probably liked the Danger Island, like I said earlier, because it was it was a copy of Tales of the Gold Monkey, and right down to the to the goose, the Grumman goose that Pam was flying, and the fact that, that Pam was yeah, she was a pilot, and and of course it gets destroyed pretty much right in the first episode. But you know they're looking for this idol in the jungle. It was it was it had a lot of parallels. It was clearly they were copying Tales of the Gold Monkey, so. Um, even right down to the Gillette being the French owner of the bar, and yeah. he would no, he was the he was the police. He yeah, was, he's like the, the the gendarme or something. It was the same thing because it had you know if you ever seen Tales of Gold Monkey, you'll know what I'm talking about. And I think that's probably why I like it because I loved that show when I was a kid. And Maybe we need to do that show. It's not really sci-fi. That's it's very No, it's with uh, the guy that played Decker. Um, on most oh. what was the one with bruce yeah. boxleitner didn't he also do a jungle adventures indiana jones ripoff show 
I don't know. Maybe. Keep talking about Archer. I Google. Anyway, so, um, well, go ahead, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the to my favorite my favorite two episodes, which just happened to be in the first season. Um, first one is the second episode of the show, Training Day. With that's where we get we we get Stir Friday. Stir Friday. Stir Friday. Yeah. And and that's you know. Archer trying to sabotage Lana and yep, yep, yep. Cyril's relationship. And the other one is later in the first season. And I, uh, unless it's not, and it's way later, it's the one with the blimp. That's yeah, the Sky Tannic. Oh, Sky Tannic. Yes. I want to say that's first season. I, I want to say it's first season too. Hey, I can tell you, I have really, it written down that right is here. That's a really good episode, actually. That's season, that's season one, episode yeah. seven. That's a really good episode, actually. And like those are the ones that I kind of base all my other enjoyment on Archer. There, there's always going to be the running jokes and the gags and the coarse humor that you know we're all going to love. But I think those two, I think, epitomize to me what the best of Archer is. Yeah, I, mean, I think the first two seasons are probably the best as far as maybe because it's establishing a lot of those jokes. Establishes all the jokes. Uh, some of the ones, like you say, like the uh, the one where they get sent down to South America. I don't think it's is it the drug one. Anyway, when they get a they get arrested and they're in the jeep and the jeep ends up crashing and going down the mountain and it's one of those gag jokes where the jeep stops and then all of a sudden it starts falling again. They think it's done, but it's not. It gets caught up in a tree and finally when it lands on its back, I think, and they're all still in this jeep that's all smashed up by now. You just see Archer just goes, eat a dick jungle. Can't I finish my overseas without, uh, with malaria, without one more mosquito, eat a bunch <laughs> of dicks. <laughs> yeah, it is, it just, eat a dick jungle. Uh, it's best enjoyed with an adult beverage in hand, just like Archer and Mallory. Mallory's always seen with adult beverage in right. hand. And it's usually some very expensive crystal. That yeah, for her is very expensive. Oh, that was Cheryl's other name, Crystal. 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 Cheryl, Carol, <laughs> Crystal. Yes, over the, over the course of the series, we find out more about her backstory and how crazy she is and her brother is also... And they were actually, yeah, she had a mansion. They were actually using her house as home base for a while there yeah it was that was the beginning of the of the that was archer vice right okay yeah that was archer vice where they had all the cocaine basically what they did is once they got kicked out of their their, their office they found that they had like i don't know thousands of pounds of i don't know how much cocaine like this giant pallet of cocaine and so they decided since they're broke they were going to sell the cocaine but then pam starts eating it and she's always like arr, 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 arr. <laughs> okay so the joke was though through the course of that season she loses weight so she's like really skinny because she's not eating because she's just eating cocaine but she looks actually really good at was drawn cartoon wise but uh so that was like and that was the one where they they hypnotized cheryl carol into she was the the, the singer the yeah she was the country star. singer and mallory's trying to use it to make money yeah uh, don't, don't go in mallory's drawer don't go <laughs> that's right there was there were some uh adult marital aids in her drawer that archer found by accident <laughs> ah by eyes by eyes <laughs> that was the funny thing again their their relationship with the mother and archer are so weird because these are highly highly dysfunctional people. each other oh. but the other minute they're always like they did deep down under it all they did genuinely care she was a horrible mother yeah. she abandoned him she moved she sent him off to boarding school and then moved and didn't tell the school right. so at the end of the year they sent him home to the old address like she was the worst mother but somehow deep down inside all like all oh. of them, the entire crew are dysfunctional but somehow they all genuinely that. love each other there was that one flashback when it's him as as a kid at halloween and he's supposed to be he's like dressed as charlie chan Oh, and he's sick, and she comes in as Elvira, right? She comes in Elvira, and she's like, it's it. but then when she when it flashes back to the present, why were you dressed as Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Man, oh, Woodstock, yeah. Woodstock got the short end of the stick. Woodhouse. Woodhouse. Yes, poor Woodhouse. He eventually dies. Yes. Well, the, the character actor actually cast in her yes. life. Yeah. Right. Well, there's and his little backstory is really sad. Remember, because he was in World War whatever. Yeah. Two, I think. World War One. World War One. Oh. We were talking. They had they had biplanes. So he was. Which, they had biplanes. We've always and... said that the time that this doesn't take place in any kind of real time because no, yeah. what is was totally wrong for for being a World War One vet. And then the other thing is weird is we still have this Cold War Russian. Soviet yeah, going on, so which clearly hasn't been around. So yeah. they, they they admit that that the time doesn't exist as any kind of time. It isn't no time. Yeah, they often it's often described as like sixties, but Pam has a cell phone, so yeah, no, it's clearly there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason to the because the cars he drives, of course, have been kind of funny because he's had like a Dodge Charger, uh, an El Camino. There was the Ferrari three hundred eight, which was the the, the Magnum PI. Um, I can't think. There was a couple of different cars he had that were yeah. specific. I like the car. That was one funny episode when his mother gave him the car, the Charger. That was the special spy edition Charger. And then he parks it. And of course, she steals it, but he doesn't know it. And she thinks, and he goes on his rampage. And then it was just to teach him a lesson, like his bicycle. <laughs> just to show you the dysfunctional. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you have Fez? Do you have a favorite episode of all? Like this is the best one. I like I said, probably Training Day. Training Day. That's like the first episode, isn't it? First or second? Yeah, the third episode is Diversity Hire, where they hire the black guy, and he turns out to be awesome, and Mallory loves him, and she's like, right, right, and that's how that's how they end up. Yeah, he loses his hand at the end. He loses his hand. Yeah, torn off by the helicopter. Yeah, he turns out to be like a double agent in the end. Yeah, and you see him again in like in season eleven or twelve. He comes back, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But but you never find out. And then you're gonna find out. Is this my real name? Like you, you're gonna find out all about me, and then you never do. You never find out anything else about. No, this they, they 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 keep him. We don't even know who he's working for. The other thing that was funny, I think, um, I don't was it that episode when he's trying to get the disc back. That basically we we assume it's like a sex tape of Mallory that she sends him down to Miami beach to retrieve from the, from the Cuban oh, yeah. guy. That's in yeah. season the 11 because the because... agents were there, which was just, but he was doing the honeypot uh, scheme, which was a, is a, you know, to try to basically woo this guy. So he has to play a gay, a gay man to, to woo the, the, the other agent who's also gay. Yeah. And it was just funny because he was doing all the over the top gay trope, you know, yeah. like, stereotype stuff you know blonde hair and the little roller skates and the tight little shorts and and the half shirt and everything else it was pretty funny to see him doing that i i was looking at when you google like best episodes or best of archer i most of them are seasons one two three maybe four there's only one out of season there's nothing out of eight nine ten so nothing out of the coma the coma years um like one out of season seven nothing out of 11 and a couple out of 12 so yeah the the show honestly was stronger earlier on um it did kind of regain its footing when you get into seasons 11 and 12 it was kind of like the old yeah. show that we came to know and love but it was its best in the first four or five seasons yeah. I think. there was a middle period where i think either the jokes were getting tired and they needed some fresh material I which is know. so interesting why they chose to do what they did because the jokes didn't change. They didn't get fresh material. The characters did not change. Maybe that's what's working is that, you know, when somebody has a joke and it's funny and then they keep doing it and it's not funny anymore, then they keep doing it, they keep doing it. And then then it gets funny. funny (laughs) It's like the old, like on Family Guy when Peter bangs his knee, you know, and he grabs the knee and he's going, ah, like he used to as a kid. Ah, and then you're like, okay, that's funny. And okay, it's not funny anymore. And then he keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. And now you're now it's still funny again. So it's it's like that. Maybe it's that circular thing. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, it's just I don't know if I have a favorite episode. I think the Monaco one's probably up there. I don't even know what one's called. And and then the, the Sky Tannic was probably one of my favorite episodes. Uh, because I just felt it felt, you know, I love, I love Archer's whole kept busting on the whole thing about it being, you know, what was a really funny episode. Do you remember meeting Lana's parents and getting in the the hot tub? 
Yeah. They're naked in the hot tub. Or no, Archer's out there first and he's in like a bathing suit. And then here comes dad and dad just shrimp <laughs> and gets in. Yeah, and no here comes mom like and mom's just like yeah, well, we it's true. In the last episode, the most current episode, we see a lot of backstory on Lana and how she ended up at she was like an activist or something, like yeah, environmental or something. And then yeah, and the fro they have her fro. Yeah, she had the big fro, and then she got pulled into uh, into the spy game. And their parents thought her parents think she's studying. I don't know what they they think she's at university studying to get like a doctorate or something. She she never really told them what she does, but she finally did, and they were upset. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I knew that she was lying to them, but then they, they do. They found out later in that episode when the people came after them and they had to kind of, you know, um, make oh, so much good stuff. There are a lot of good. So stuff. much good stuff. But this is like the perfect mindless entertainment. Like if I like if I'm doing something, I want something running in the background, or I just want to kill. You know, I need to kill time. Throw this on. Just throw it on. You don't need to think. Yeah, I mean, at it. it's easy to binge because they're short, especially if you mm -hmm. watch it on a, on a service that doesn't have commercials. So they're like end up being like 20 minutes a piece and you could rip you can rip through a lot of yeah, them. You can tear right through them. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know how to tell you to. I, I don't We obviously love it. Um, so uh, but we do, do we? Yes, I do. I do. Still doing free. I, I do. <laughs> I do. What the shit, Lana? <laughs> we yeah, were just in a zone. A zone of danger. <laughs> Call it a, a danger zone. Danger zone. Uh, yeah, he obviously likes Burt Reynolds quite a bit between that and Gator. Remember the whole episode with the yeah. when they're going down to Louisiana and the airboats? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's I, right. I, I, ju I just yeah. saw that clip today yeah. and I was thinking, I was just thinking to myself, woo! Like Usually, <laughs> like, I won't. No, I won't destroy the engine. And he just has it at max. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. It blows up. I like that though. The gator, the alligator comes after him and he ends up beating it up anyway. So that's like which is one of his phobias. Like his phobias are gators, crocodiles, and yeah. The thing is, like, he'll he'll he's like he'll he should be killed, but he always ends up surviving. Like he's been shot. I don't know how many times. And. What the shit, Lana? You shot me in the foot. Yeah, that he's always getting the, the tinnitus thing is always like he's always shooting off something gun somebody's ear. Oh yeah, that's in the uh, the elevator episode in Vision Quest because he after his after he gets shot and he can't hear like you know how you go deaf for a moment after a really loud noise he'll make ma 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 sounds to try to get it back and in the elevator uh, I don't remember what happened something fired off the gun or a bomb went I can't remember what happened but there's a really loud noise. And all of them are sitting there going, rah, rah, rah. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious to hear yeah, all of them doing that. Funny stuff. Funny, funny, funny stuff. So. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. Uh, well, it's already almost five of eight already. Boy, I knew this one was going to go fast. Um, I'm sure we didn't. We barely scratched the surface of this show. But it's, it's, there's too much. Like, there's too, too much, much to, to kind of. Yeah, you almost could have broke it down by, you know, groups of seasons, like the first three. And um, but I don't think you guys want to see you know five episodes of this uh, breaking down archer episode by episode but there's a lot of good stuff in there um we're looking forward to would you say the new season's coming out next this month right the new season month. is coming out august 24 season 13 comes out august 24 time to do this so hopefully we'll continue um like i said obviously jessica walter is is passed so she won't be in it um but of course the rest of the, the crew will be there um and hopefully it'll be a good season. We'll see what they do with it. They'll continue where they kind of picked up last season because, like I said, I think the last two seasons were an improvement. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like four or five for sure. Yeah. So uh, I think they got maybe hopefully they'll get themselves back on track with the show. I'm kind of surprised it's run this long. I, I really am surprised it's gone 12 seasons. I am too, to be I honest with you. For sure, it would. Especially with the coma years, I thought. Yeah, okay. I thought for sure that was the end. Somewhere around Archer Vice, somewhere back then, I was like, oh, they're running out of ideas. They, you know. ideas. Archer Vice really wasn't, I kind of like that series. I thought it was kind of yeah, funny. I thought, I was like, oh, it's what are you guys doing? Pam eating the, eating the cocaine was hysterical. Oh. Every time she's, <laughs> oh, you know, it was a great episode when they end up at Area 51. 
Archer, Archer's out in California and he can't, he's gotten into trouble and he, he calls and he, but he can't, they can't give him, they can't send him an airplane ticket because he's on a no fly list. And they show a clip of why because he's banging on the pilot door, let me in. And I want to fly the plane. <laughs> so they, so he's on the no fly list. Then it's like they can't give him a train ticket because he's on the no train list too. He can't get on the train. It was the same thing. He's banging on the, I want to run the train. I want, <laughs> he's drunk. So they get Gillette, who's a pilot. They they go have a private jet, and he picks them up. And of course, the whole gang goes, and they're flying by Area Fifty One, and he points it out. And of course, they're trying to look and look, and then they get too close, and they shoot the military shoots them down, and they have to land at Area Fifty One, and then they meet <laughs> they meet aliens, or at least Pam and Gillette, I think, do, which is really funny. It was a funny episode. That was another one where he's making weird drinks. Oh. So, um, but yeah, there's one where they go to the, a space, <laughs> the International Space Station, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. That's a Barry episode. Turns out to be, anyway, at the end. That's where they strand Barry in space, I remember. Yeah, they leave for Barry. So, anyway, good show. I won't go into it anymore. I can keep going. Um, yeah, watch it if you haven't seen it. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. What does uh, so? What is so? We talked about what Roy has doing. He's doing his Nichelle tribute show. Oh no! Uh, not just Nichelle. Roy has a massive show coming up on uh, Sunday. Um, he's gonna be looking at an Outer Limits episode called Nightmare, and joining him for that will be um, the not the writer, not the guy that wrote that episode, but his son. So the guy that wrote the episode was Joseph Stefano. His son, Dominic, will be joining Roy to talk about his dad's episode. And he'll also be joined by Arthur Dave Rash, who's been on before. Uh, Dr. Michael Schumann, who's an English prof at uh, the University of South Florida to discuss the script. And David Frankham, who performed in this episode. So he's got a huge show coming up on Sunday. And yes, I believe he is doing a tribute to uh nichelle i don't that know friday. when that is is it this friday it's friday but i could be wrong yeah don't phil go captain phil uh he's, he'll be on the radio a whole bunch tomorrow in the morning he'll be on with bill mcnulty to talk about this week's elections at 11 a.m he does not have his usual show at three but then in the evening at eight o'clock he'll be filling in for chris uh, laporta and they he says i'm still trying to figure out what we're gonna do Fez, are you going to be having any new Fez talks coming up? At the moment, no. We're in a holding pattern with wedding That's okay. things. Understandable. No problem. And we... We're off for two weeks. because We're on vacation for two I'm weeks. For two weeks. Hard, hardly, uh, hard, well earned. Well earned, yeah. Well earned, yes. Uh, yeah, so this is my usual uh, August uh, two weeks off. Of course, um, you guys will have Trek Conderoga between. Now. Yeah, it works out because Trek Conderoga is uh, happening. So I don't know what we're going to do when we come back as usual. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be something. Be something. Um, <laughs> something. Be something. Um, that's it. It's eight o'clock. Any last thoughts on Archer? Funny, 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 funny shit snacks. Yeah. It is. It is. That is how you get ants. That's right. We that didn't talk about that. Is how you get ants. It's always the thing. You want ants because that's how you get ants. Because he's always found a what donuts or something on the floor or something like that. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yeah, with the donuts. All right, guys. Fez, thank you for joining us once again. Congratulations on your on your pending nuptials. Nuptials. Uh, well, thank you guys it just sounds for having dirty, me. Doesn't it? Like you're talking about something like nuptials. 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 Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. Anyway, we'll look forward to to seeing the wedding photos or whatever, and whenever that happens. Obviously, it's not anytime soon. I assume. No, there's not a baby on the way. No gosh. <laughs> Let's not go down that road just yet. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks again for joining us as always. Mary Beth, we'll see you in two weeks. We'll see everybody else in two weeks. In the meantime, live long and prosper and, you know, stay in the danger zone. Danger zone.